review of The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Final episode here, folks. It's one world, one people. And I am Alex, and I'm joined by Michelle. Hello. And Lou. Hey. And uh, just a little bit of a warning. This will contain spoilers. A lot of spoilers. So if you haven't watched the episode, go watch it. Or you could still uh, watch and listen to us talk. All good. I won't begrudge you. Uh, so, so let's begin. Uh, six episode, final episode. Uh, initial thoughts. Uh, what did you guys think overall? Um, it was all right. I wasn't uh, super happy with it. I thought it was rushed, and I, I guess I understand because uh, there was a lot of talk about like COVID and how like a major plot point. Uh, with the flag smashers that had to do with uh, a virus that was released into the world got got uh, cut off the the actual script because of COVID. So there was a lot of things that I didn't like about the episode, but overall, uh, especially when it started with the, uh, just after the, the final fight, I, I liked everything onwards. I agree. I, I, I really liked it. I, I was a little bit disappointed to me it felt like all of the fighting could have been two separate episodes like it felt like the fighting was really rushed I would have liked I don't know each individual battle to be drawn out a little bit longer because it felt like the episode was like half fighting and then half just like talking resolution of all of these things and I feel like both of those things could have been longer Um, I still think they were all very satisfying like I walked away from it being like yeah now I feel pretty satisfied with this I just think it could have been, it could have been a whole not, like there could have been an extra episode and that would have felt better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, like I thought it was solid, um, but it, it did feel rushed. Uh, like Bucky, I felt like he was sort of just uh, shoved aside for, I mean, rightfully for Captain America's debut, the new Captain America's uh, debut. Uh, but of, of course, if you're sharing uh, headlines with uh, one character, th- that character probably shouldn't suffer because of that, right? Um, but uh, either way, I, it, it was a satisfying conclusion, satisfying enough. Um, but uh, but yeah, like like I, I was happy to see it uh, wrap up. Wish could have gotten like a couple more episodes out of it. Uh, probably could have been even better. So uh, let's begin with the uh, the story. Uh, the Flag Smashers uh, take a few senators hostage because they're about to vote on a bill uh, affecting uh, the world's uh, refugees because of the snap. And uh, the, the Flag Smashers, they have a problem with uh, said senators and said bills because uh, they're not exactly helping the refugees. They're uh, uh, like uh, taking away their homes, just shifting them around, not really caring about them. So. Uh, here we have uh, Captain America arrive in the building where the hostages are. And who does he face? Batrock the Leaper, played by George St. Pierre. Uh, yeah, it, it, I, I mean, I, per, personally, I, I, I like how Batrock has been handled in the MCU. Like, he's, uh, he's a credible opponent. Uh, and, and, and it was fun to see the, the, the fight play out where, like, Steve Rogers sort of took him out, pa, pa, pa. But uh, Sam, you know, struggles a little more than uh, than he did. But uh, how was this as an opening? Uh, what did you guys think? 
it was good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, it was good. It, they, they got rid of the, uh, the, I wonder if he's going to be Captain America right away. Like in the first few minutes shows up as Captain America. I believe one of the guards even ask him, who are you? Or something along the lines. And he's like, I'm Captain America. And the guard's like, oh, I thought he was in the moon or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought fight, he was on the moon. Yeah. Why? The fight itself was, it's pretty good. It's, it's pretty decent. Like Alex was yeah. mentioning earlier that there was a bit of a struggle from Sam because as we all know, he doesn't have the, the super soldier serum, but he did use uh, whatever he had to his advantage and still got maybe a little edge over Batrock. Uh Yeah. I do like these. This is probably like this episode actually in the fighting is probably not as strong as all the other fighting scenes from the previous episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing I'm going to just go to what Lou said, the reveal of him being Captain America immediately. Thank you. Thank goodness for that. Because I was honestly worried they're just going to drag it out even longer. And I'm like, we know, just give it to us. Just give us, just give us Captain America have him own it, have him like kind of step into that and like be confident with that. So I'm thrilled that that happened. This has nothing to do with Batrock, but like I don't love the costume because his little ears stick out really distracted (laughs) me, which is like that weird cowl. I don't know what to call that like face situation. It didn't work. I hated it. Like I thought it looked silly. I don't know if that's like accurate to the the comics. I'm not sure. It doesn't work. I don't like it. I'm, I'm going to agree with you about the, we're talking about like Captain America costume, right? I yeah. know they were trying to be comic accurate, but this one was a little too comic accurate where you look like uh, a superhero in a movie kind of costume. I did not yeah. like the costume. I love the wings. The wings look sick. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the costume itself, I ugh, I didn't like it. Yeah. He, he looked he looked like a cosplayer, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He looked yeah. goofy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm like, I'm sure... It'll be sick to cosplay that, but like, it didn't work. Like, the, I wish the reveal had been, like, the outfit had been the exciting thing because we knew he was gonna be Captain America. So like, I wanted like that really epic reveal of, like, the wings and the and the, the I don't know. I just wanted it to look more iconic or, I don't know. It just like it didn't wasn't great. I wanted some Wakandan influence in that in that design. Like you know oh, how with sure. uh, with Bucky's arm, I wanted some kind of uh, Wakanda design in, on it. But then the Marvel racist would ask for his birth certificate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think they're already uh, doing it anyways. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> uh, now, moving on. Uh, returning character of this episode, Sharon Carter. She appears on the scene while briefly uh, impersonating a random nobody, taking, taking it off uh, and uh, just revealing herself to Bucky. Uh, Lou, do you want to take this, this, this whole face thing? What, what, what did it make you think of initially? Um, like we were talking about earlier, it looks, like, it looks like the MCU is getting us ready for other beings that change shape and copy humans the scrolls uh, i mean we haven't been shy about it we hate scrolls uh we don't like them they're gonna be bad for everything uh sharon was uh there i don't care i don't like the power broker michelle was right yeah uh, 
too weak power broker. I don't like her anymore. We were hope I was hoping from the last episode that we were talking about how she could probably be a triple agent. She, I mean, she still could, but as for now, yeah, she's the power broker. Hey. I mean, I was right. I like. I don't love her character at all in this. Um, she just doesn't doesn't work for me as that character. Like she doesn't. I don't know what it is about her specifically. I don't know if it's like the actress or like the script. Like I don't know what my problem is with her in this role. It, I don't like it. I don't see her as a threat, even though she's supposed to be like this shady being. It just like I'm like, girl, what you playing at? Like get out of here. Like you're in over your head. Um, and like. <sighs> I was just so annoyed by the reveal of her in this scene of just like, here's my badass disguise that I'm gonna take off immediately. Cause it doesn't matter. Why am I even disguised? No one cares. That just... Yes, and she, she even mentioned that, right? Yeah, they're yeah. not gonna look for me here. Then why well, they got you bigger disguised? things to worry about or some some crap like that. I was like, that is so stupid. Like, what is this? I didn't even think about the why behind it, but then you guys talking about the scrolls. I'm like, oh, okay. They're trying to get us used to people just like whipping off faces. And if that's the case, I hate that even more. I just thought it was ridiculous. And now I like actually hate it. Um, I'm just, I don't like her regardless of her allegiance. I'm not a fan of her, period. (laughs) Especially after this episode, but we'll get there. (laughs) I mean, it's not like she's like the Red Skull or something, or they're like, it has a really memorable face. It's just, you know, some lady. And they're like, oh, I need a disguise for this one. Yeah, this Why? white blonde lady needs a disguise yeah. in America. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, Karen, calm down. <laughs> All right. Unless, of course, she's a Skrull. Mm. But we'll get back to that. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, so, so I suppose what the, the, the scene ended with uh, them chasing down Flag Smashers, I suppose, that were in the inside the building, uh, Bucky and uh, and Sharon, they, they, they split up to, to catch him. Um, and Flag Smashers get away with a van, a couple of vans full of hostages. Uh, and they encounter one Mr. John Walker. He is back on the scene. My boy with the redemption arc. Oh, my Lord. Um, Oh, where to begin? Where to begin? Okay, <laughs> I gotta wipe the tears from my eyes. Uh, so, so it, it didn't initially begin as redemption. He 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 just showed up to beat up some people. Carly uh, said the wrong things to him. Said that uh, he, she didn't want uh, to hurt anybody. That doesn't matter. Well, you know what? He mattered. I, I forgot his name, but Battlestar Battlestar matter. I, I remember code name. Lamar Hoskins. Lamar Hoskins. Lamar. Thank you. Lamar's Lamar, life boy, Lamar, didn't matter. He, he mattered. Of course, he mattered. So uh, somehow, these untrained individuals were able to uh, take it to uh, guys like Bucky and uh, John yes, Walker. Thank you for mentioning it, that. It, it, it's really weird because it, it's like if you take the serum, then you're only operating at an e- even level with uh, John Walker and 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 Bucky. And John Walker and Bucky have like. Combat training. Yeah, a lot of combat and experience. There's no reason that like like their like their fighting output should match theirs, but that's a whole nerd dilemma. I know, but it still bothered me. (laughs) And um, and so we see, uh, yeah, we we see the scene. John Walker on the scene. Uh, What what did everyone think? 
I, I'm, I'm glad gonna... that he got to use his janky ass shield for a little <laughs> bit. Broke immediately. <laughs> I I I do like this redemption arc kind of that he's kind of uh going towards, but I think it's still too early to be fully redeemed. But they kind of redeemed him in this episode. He just murdered a dude, right? There's still a lot of for me, it's still a little too early, but I'm glad that he's on the right path. Johnny boy, welcome back to my good graces. <laughs> Michelle, I'm dying to hear what you think because <laughs> you, you've been ragging on him this, this entire series. Yeah, I'm not a fan. You. Still. Um, no, he has not swayed me. And I think the real reason at this point is he still has not shown remorse for just straight up bur- butchering that dude. Like he has not stopped to be like, ooh, that might have been a lot. Like there's been no actual ownership or take like taking taking ownership of the fact that he did a, a bad like you did a bad he's just kind of like Very and bad. on to the next thing yeah and he's still harboring this rage and like it could easily happen again do you know what i mean it's like that oh it won't happen again honey and then it freaking happens again you know what i mean he doesn't even give you that it won't happen again he's just like off as if it never happened so like no no redemption for me uh, i i still don't like him um, the thing that I will say, and like you kind of mentioned this part, but I want to like draw like very specific attention to this. The use of the word matters. His oh, life yes. mattered. And yes. I think using that word in particular, like in relation to the fact that he's a black man and black lives matter. And the fact that racism has been like a huge like thing throughout this series I think the use of the word mattered in that context was very very intentional and I really liked his reaction to it like that part to me felt a little bit bigger than just like his friend mattered if that makes sense and so I'm like that would like you don't accidentally pick that word in these times so like I just want to point that out and be like cool like that part was yeah it seemed like it seemed like the uh the flag smashers are pretty much the uh, all lives matter kind of crew. Like even their, even their slogan, one, one world, world, one world, world. people. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a really interesting comparison, actually. I'm just sitting and think on that. But yeah, Don't no redemption me. for Johnny Johnny as of yet. <laughs> um, I need well, an apology. I need a handwritten apology <laughs> to my desk by tomorrow morning. Hold on, hold on, but, but he did show real growth. So, sorry to, to, to draw this out, but he did show a lot of growth where he had an opportunity for revenge, which, you know, really mattered to him. But, but he actually saved the van full of, uh, you know, innocent people in, instead of going after this woman who killed his friend. He, uh, he, he is showing signs of, of growth, let's say, of, uh, of, be, of turning a new leaf. Now, he's not going to apologize for killing a terrorist, but, you know, who's going to apologize for that, Michelle? <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> you want to fight today. I get it. <laughs> no, Alex chose wrong. violence today. <laughs> yeah, I woke up and I chose violence. Yeah, Alex, he's like, I'm going to come here. I'm going to push all Michelle's buttons. <laughs> See what happens. I'm going to Hulk I mean, out. Watch out. Just to add to that, I mean, if he gets like a Bucky-style you know, treatment where he can operate as the uh, U.S. agent, which we'll talk about later, and, and have that therapist to just to help him out. Like what, like like what they did with Bucky. He's not mm-hmm. as 
damaged as Bucky. So they're that's the way I look at it. Is there's hope for this dude, but still mm-hmm. answer for that really brutal murder that you did, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you need help and you know the cards were stacked against him in that moment but that doesn't mean he isn't responsible for what he did yeah and i think that's like the key piece that misses for me in like his redemption arc he's like i need that piece of responsibility it's like great that we're seeing growth like i'm not going to take that away from him because i was surprised in that moment i was like okay growth moment let's see a little remorse for the times you didn't choose that like that route do you know what i mean yeah. Like that's what I'd like if if he were to be a character that's supposed to be redeemed. But I'm of the understanding that he's not gonna be fully redeemed. <laughs> he's off doing his own thing now. I can only imagine like what that's going to look like. So this is I think the closest we'll get to redemption, which in my eyes is not enough. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, it's fair enough. <laughs> uh so let's move on to a major action set piece. And uh it might have been like the best one of the episode, which was Captain America chasing down two helicopters, smashing one, saving the other with the use of his uh, new red wings. He's got two red wings now instead of just one. And uh, they popped off and uh, we, we got to see a lot of um, Captain America's abilities with the, with the wings, like practically indestructible, as indestructible as a shield, which really was just really cool to see. Uh, choreography wise, were you guys impressed by this like did you like it like like th- th- this was like the one big set piece from the episode i would say like did it satisfy you did it compare to the other episodes no <laughs> i'm gonna say no and the reason why is the entire show started off with an epic helicopter chase and it yeah. did not it did not hit that standard at all for me i felt like it was a lot of him like going up helicopter going away going away um there wasn't as much like actual choreography to it I found the only thing I thought was really cool was just like the moment when he like rocketed at the dude and pushed him right out of the helicopter um and then the the woman pilot stepped in I thought that was really cool but there was a lot of build-up to that and I felt the build-up was kind of like it was okay yeah Yeah, exactly uh yeah just same ish uh it didn't compare to the, the the very first one which was just amazing this one i guess i like it a little bit because of the fact that uh he got to like alex was mentioning he got to showcase uh his his new suit the like the ai the the, the little red wings and how he could communicate with a with that pilot like look for that if somebody knows how to pilot a helicopter so they did all that thing, they found one. And so it was just a showcase of his his new suit, which was pretty cool. But action-wise, it wasn't as good as with it's being compared to like the first one. It's not as good. Yeah. It, it basically resembled the, the one from the first episode, but with a shield. Yeah. And not as good. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> it, it, I'm with you guys. Uh, so let's move on to the first of two standoffs. Uh, this one being uh, Sharon Carter. Carly and Batrock, in which it's revealed that Sharon is indeed uh, the power broker. Kudos, Michelle, uh, for calling it. <laughs> and uh, I, I know Batrock gets shot, but because like the exact same thing happened again later where Carly gets shot, I forgot who shoots Batrock. It was Sharon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so she, she's just going all out shooting people. All right. She's uh, protecting the, the fact that she is the power broker. She's killing anyone okay. who knows. 
Yeah. Okay, right on, right on. So that's so, that's uh, the why, I think. Did, did Batroc die, die? Or, or is it one of those things where, like, oh, he just looks dead? He's, he's looking I, dead. I think uh, he died, died. Okay. I'm not confident. I'm, I'm, I'm All right. 95% sure he's dead, dead. Okay. Uh, let's move on to the second standoff because there's not much to, to explore with the first one. Uh, Car- Sharon Carter, uh, Carly, and uh, Captain America. Sorry, I forget he's not Falcon anymore or Black he's Falcon. Captain America. <laughs> he's Captain America. Uh, so, so they have their standoff. Uh, Cap- Captain America is doing his best to uh, talk Carly uh, off this precipice of, of like just being this insane bad guy. Uh, but uh, no dice. Sharon Carter shows up uh, without hesitation, shoots, uh, shoots Carly because she's trying to protect her true role as a power broker. Uh, how did this play off as the climax uh, of the show for you two? I kind of hated it. I, I thought it was too predictable. Once uh, we, we knew that Sharon got, got, got hit, and uh, at that point where I, I do like the uh, the confrontation between Carly and uh, Captain America, where she was just like fighting him, fight me, fight me, fight me. And he wouldn't do yeah. that. And it shows his character. But once Carly was pointing the gun, I was just waiting to hear another gunshot, which would be from Sharon. It was way too predictable. I, yeah. I didn't like it at all, except for the, the Sam and Carly thing. Yeah, I like I 100 percent agree. I, I don't like that we've seen, I don't, I don't know why Sharon Carter played such a big role in the finale when she didn't play that big of a role in the show, I feel like, overall. To suddenly have her come in and kill the big bad of the show felt weird to me. Not to say that like Captain America should have been the one to kill Carly, but I thought Carly might have like put herself in a position where she'd die, like one of those type of things. I thought that would be kind of how it went where she's like fight me fight me and he's like no and then she's like I don't know like she exploded somehow like I don't know what would have actually happened um so I'm not I'm not a fan of that but to echo Lou the her screaming fight me that was really I thought really awesome um just to kind of show like just her rage and like she wanted to feel justified in fighting him back and like there was still that like familiarity between the two of them she's like I want you to fight me so I can fight you back yeah and and he wasn't kind of rising to that, and I thought that was really awesome. All right, uh, and immediately following this, uh, Captain America brings Carly's dead body to the uh, group of senators who were just uh, hostage, and he delivers a speech uh, to them in in the same manner that uh, one Steve Rogers would have had he been alive. Uh, you know, something very inspiring, something uh, very uh, true to the nature of what just happened uh did i really cheesy you know cheesy stuff but but again it's exactly what steve rogers would have done uh to me it cemented that yeah sam has what it takes to be inspiring Uh, he has all the right tools that uh that the original uh cap does uh how did you guys feel about it other than just the fact that it was super cheesy and corny i think that it needed to happen like you said, to to show uh, Sam's true worth as Captain America, very corny. <laughs> it was kind of cringy, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was it was cool. It he he got it out there that he he's worth it. I think this speech went a little long for me personally, but the 
like I have the quote here because I wrote it down because I just loved it so much. Um, but the I'm a black man carrying the stars and stripes. What don't I understand? Every time I pick up the shield, there are a million people out there who hate me. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you for like saying that because like I, I'm always the one to bring this up in the conversation, but like they've been playing with the race piece the entire time. I wanted to see them kind of bring it home. And I thought that was the way to do it of having him publicly acknowledge that people are going to hate me and I don't give a shit. This is what like the country needs right now. Like the whole, like the whole speech of like meet me halfway, like that kind of thing. I thought that worked really well in both the context of what he was actually trying to get them to do with like the removal of the refugees and just in the acceptance of him as Captain America. I thought it worked for both those things. So I thought that part was really good. I really, I got like, I'm not going to lie. I got a little like, you know, my eyes were watering my cheeks a little, but it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) You could tell it's like a complete fiction when you're morally shaming a senator, a U.S. senator. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Can you imagine Lindsey Graham sitting through that? (laughs) I don't think so. Like, just imagine what the comments would be like. Yeah. Pierce Morgan would be coming at you in the second watch out. (laughs) (laughs) But but you're absolutely right. It it it, it was a uh, it was a unique moment. It was a big moment. Uh, and immediately after that, we get a scene with the flag flag smashers getting arrested, going into the uh, the van, heading for the raft, and it explodes. Dead super soldiers. Uh, this man has racked up more dead super soldiers than anyone, more than Thanos. Like this guy <laughs> is Baron Zemo. MVP of the show. He got his uh, butler, Oznik, to uh, to do the, the, the duties of uh, just pushing the, the button and blowing up the van. Uh, yeah. Uh, did it surprise you? Yes, it did, actually. <laughs> <laughs> because I was starting to get kind of annoyed with the whole, just the, the, the whole notion of the, the flag smashers in general. And especially when he got in the van and the guy was like, one of the guys was like, uh, one, one world, one people. And like, yeah. oh, God, oh, yeah. something on the raft. And then boom, it's like, yes. Let's see Alfred do that, Batman. <laughs> Straight up killed a bunch of people. Uh, Zemo's still working, man. Mm-hmm. I This is just like a curiosity question for you guys because I was trying to rack my brains. Like, have we been introduced to the raft before this show? Because I don't recall ever hearing about it in like the MCU. Uh, briefly, it was in Civil War. If you remember, after the heroes uh, facing off, uh, the uh, one group of heroes, they ended up arrested. I'm pretty sure they were in the raft. Yeah, that oh, was the raft. Okay. Hawkeye okay. and uh, yeah. Sam. Sam was there. Sam was there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Because I'm like, I feel like suddenly it's everywhere, and I'm like, was I supposed to know that this was a thing? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? It feels like uh, it feels like a DC thing of like Arkham Asylum. I'm like, where did this place come from? I don't understand. <laughs> so, okay, thank you. <laughs> Let's talk Isaiah Bradley now. Now, Michelle, you mentioned the scene that got you a little teary eyed. I-, I gotta be honest, this is the scene that got me a little teary eyed. Seeing uh, Isaiah, um, you, you know. Uh, being honored by by Sam Wilson and uh, you know you guys take it away I'm uh, finding it difficult to talk right now (laughs) oh this scene I really I wanted some type of wrap-up for Isaiah Bradley so bad like I wanted him to 
to get something. Um, and this was not what I thought was going to happen. Like this didn't cross my brain as a possibility. And I love this. I love this for him. Um, I just thought the scene was perfect. Like absolutely perfect. Sam going to the house and like the little banter between them in the backyard to be like, hey, like just, I want to show you something like that casual, that casual attitude. And then just seeing Isaiah react to it like I was already I was already you know having a moment and that one just like sent me over the edge just him hugging Sam and like the the just it felt like the weight that he'd been carrying diminished not that it like went away but it felt like he felt lighter after that um I I don't know if I'm like reading into just like his posture but like it looked like his posture shifted I don't know how else to describe it um I thought it was perfect like that was my favorite scene of the the whole the whole thing I just I'm so happy for Isaiah that he he gets to be recognized for for everything he did and and there was some line in there of like building the country off their backs or something like that and I'm like yeah you should honor that and and I'm happy it is being honored uh yeah absolutely my favorite uh part of this episode is that scene between Isaiah and Sam uh there's a point also that Sam made because because they had the earlier arguments they had about being a black Captain America and Sam wanted to prove to Isaiah that yes there can be a black Captain America and he can do what he's supposed to do for his country and then later on we get to see uh, Isaiah being honored in the museum beside the other Captain America stuff that's because he he basically was a Captain America and it was emotional and I, I love that scene is my favorite scene of the entire episode here's a little bit of trivia uh Carl Lumley the uh the actor that played uh, Isaiah he also did the voice acting for Martian Manhunter in uh Justice League or, or at least some Justice League movies yeah yeah so cool, cool crossover and, there and yeah. trivia trivia he <laughs> He also played the Martian Manhunter's father in the very terrible Supergirl. Oh no! Show. <laughs> really? He, he really? is the Martian Manhunter's father. Oh my god! Wow! Of all the pick the perfect person for that. Yeah, wow! Go. But he got Jack for this role. I was gonna really? say he, he looked buff. He uh, like I made a comment as I was watching it. Like there was the yeah. there was just when he lifted the big old plant. I was like. He is still so unbelievably strong. Like the dude's built like a tank. (laughs) He looks like a super soldier. (laughs) Yeah, he fully he has that like really like upper heavy frame, I guess I'd call it. Not quite the triangle of like Steve Rogers (laughs) with his little tiny waist, but like he's built like a strong dude and and that's good. And now let's move on to uh, the the honoree of this episode, Uh, US agents. He debuts. <laughs> we see U.S. agent come out. Julia Louis Dreyfus uh, uh, is 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 here for the scene. Uh, as, as as we see John Walker come out with the 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 traditional U.S. agent uh, attire from the comics, the black with the stars and, and stripes, and uh, it looks like some big things are uh, are coming. As uh, uh, what, what's her name? Val. Her name is Val. Yeah, you're not Val. supposed to call her Val. You're right. Call her Val. <laughs> well, <laughs> you told me last time. Oops. oops. <laughs> Madam Hydra, it is. Madam Hydra. <laughs> I feel it's worse to call her that. But uh, she says, says that. 
<laughs> she says things are about to get weird. And, uh, and I have a feeling that um, while John Walker is going to be kind of easy to manipulate right now. So, and, and, and these are the starting stages of him being the leader of a team that uh, may or may not include a uh, white vision, a replacement Black Widow from the upcoming Black Widow movie. And uh, maybe a few other Avengers stand-ins, uh, but but that's just me uh, uh, freestyling here. What do you guys think? Do you think it's going to lead to uh, something big? Um, you 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 have a point, uh, Florence. How do you pronounce her last name? Pew Poe. Oh, Pew? Pew? yeah, oh, yeah. She had scenes that were cut off from uh, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier because originally Black, Black Widow was supposed to come out yet. first. Oh, get she out! She had some scenes that were cut off. I love. Oh, her. okay. And she, I do uh, like Midsummer, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that. yeah. She's so yeah. good in that. Oh she's my really she's good in everything, but like specifically that fan. Uh yeah, that's the only thing I really want to add to that. Uh I I love that we get to see Michelle's favorite US agent still stick around because <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, uh White Russell did an amazing job as John Walker. Like he was he was getting threats online for being a for being a a quote-unquote ass like that means he did a really good job with this character so (laughs) i like that he's sticking around as john walker there was even a real kind of funny scene there where he was almost like a little kid who's like i'm back i'm back i'm back yeah (laughs) relax buddy but (laughs) she's probably gonna screw with you but all right yeah glad you're back he makes me nervous he makes me nervous he is at a point where he's so easily manipulated that i'm just like mm, you don't want to be getting in with this crowd right now like this doesn't feel like a good choice so there's all this growth that we saw this episode uh, i don't see it going anywhere i think he you know he he's hanging out with like the the bad kids in school and he's just like that little kid who's like i just want to be cool take me with you um so I'm seeing that kind of vibes coming from him. I, I had a moment when his outfit was revealed and I'm watching with my friend and she goes, it's the same one, but black. And then they go, <laughs> it's the same one, but black. And I was like, thank you for saying what we're all thinking. Cause I like, I didn't know what his outfit was supposed to look like. So I'm like, that was kind of a lackluster change. Um, but the fact that that was accurate and that was the intention really like that made me cackle so hard. Um, <laughs> I'm curious to see where, where it goes. And if he teams up with like that team, cool. And also I feel bad that he's getting threats. Like I don't dislike Wyatt Russell. I adore him. He's from my favorite episode of Black Mirror, but I hate US agent. But I know how to, you know, a fan page. He doesn't have he doesn't have Instagram, but a fan page for Wyatt Russell had to shut down because of the threats it was getting. Oh my God. That What's like wrong blows, with people? It's that like, blows like, my mind. Oh my like, god. Oh, that no, I have so many things I could no, it's okay. That yep, yeah, that sucks. That sucks. Don't do that. Any of you watching this, just because <laughs> I dislike him does not mean that that's what's happening. I like Wyatt Russell. I don't like US Agent. Those are two separate things. Thank you. <laughs> These are all works of fiction, you know. That's called good acting. Don't hate the play, I hate the game. <laughs> don't hate the actor, hate the character. <laughs> No, don't hate the character because I love the character. <laughs> uh, and uh, next epilogue, we have a Sharon Carter being forgiven by the uh, U.S. government and uh, being allowed to join the CIA. 
uh, and immediately after this, Sharon calls somebody, we don't know who, and uh, basically brags about uh, having new resources access. available. Yeah, access to, to like weapons and, and data, blah, blah, blah. So, okay. It's a scroll thing. This is like, it'll make sense that this person is a scroll, okay? But for the love of God, get the story, you know, out there, done with, you know, sooner rather than later. But uh, start it. <laughs> Yeah, that, that, that was the only thing I was thinking of uh, because like, all right, he, he, here's the one thing that, that really leads me to the scrawl uh, issue. She was one of the, uh, the snapped, according to Endgame. Uh, yeah. Her picture showed up in, in Endgame. So that means she was gone for five years. But uh, since the show takes place like six months after the snap, that means as a power broker, she must have been doing this for a while. So it's not, it can't be Sharon Carter unless it's a massive plot hole. Um, so yeah, I just uh, throwing it over to you guys now. I straight up agree with you. I, I don't trust her and I don't think it's her. It seems like such a far, such a far fall for her to go from like, if you look, if you watch Civil War and like, she's really lovely and nice and mm. like all of these noble and just great character traits. And I get that she's been through some shit, but she hasn't been through like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that would change her entire core being to be like, screw my country. That seems, that seems like a far stretch for me. So like, I'm not, I don't want scroll, but that is the only thing that would make sense because that type of like, decline of character seems really drastic to me yeah yeah i i agree with you guys 100 percent. if if she was really the power broker and she can't have amassed a criminal empire in six months that would mean that from maybe civil war, war on she was already the power broker and i don't think that's mm -hmm. the case yeah. right and this one seems so so angry and wants revenge of the government i i don't see or we haven't seen why, what the reason reasoning is for for all this b betrayal. All of a sudden, I mean, well, like the reason it's supposed stuff, to be. Right? It the reason was I think supposed to be that like when she got involved with Falcon and and all of them initially in Civil War, she she got shafted by the government and had to go on in to hiding, and like that's that's the reasoning but that seems like that sucks but that seems like not strong enough reasoning for yeah, this that's what exactly i was gonna say that's that i guess that's that's not enough to be that angry i mean sam was working and trying to get you back which he did so like, I, I don't understand her motivations really right now which is kind of confusing mm -hmm. now uh at the uh, at the risk of ending this at an anti-climax uh we're gonna have to talk about bucky who was really just shafted this entire episode uh but he did make amends with uh with the the, the gentleman whose son he killed uh he he came out to him as the winter soldier uh former assassin and uh told him that he killed his son uh, i'll be honest it kind of missed the mark with me because like it, it, it was like all sam all sam all sam and like nothing about bucky for like for episodes on mm -hmm. end and, and, and like all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, this thing that I used to care about, uh, you know, it didn't work for me. Uh, I assume you guys felt the same. I, I, I agree with you yeah. 100%. I thought it was too quick and maybe an extra episode or a longer episode would have helped with this. 
kind of just put the seeds in that that this was going to happen and then have that uh scene instead of just like oh here, here you go mm-hmm. so yeah it was it was it was a good scene it was just like I, I thought it was too quick honestly by this point like i kind of forgotten about that dude um yeah. yuri i think his name was yeah yuri because we haven't seen him what since episode one that that that's a long time i'm pretty sure we might have been introduced to him in that initial episode and there wasn't like they established the relationship there but it didn't seem like they continued the relationship in any way so like in my mind i just like it didn't have the impact it would have had i don't know if like we'd seen him a little bit more right yeah we'd seen him more we'd heard more about the relationship or maybe like if during all of this chaos yuri had been like tried to contact him and like i haven't heard from you are you okay like something of that nature to reestablish that connection because it happened and I was like yeah that's sad but it was like okay yeah. okay <laughs> moving on yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I mean it, it, it was really like uh you know emotion grabbing when it was happening like, the, like, sure, like yeah. yeah like that gut punch when you found out right but mm-hmm. they, they, they just took way too long to uh to resolve it unfortunately mm-hmm. sorry Bucky that's the way it goes uh Play six second fiddle to the headliner, Captain America. Yeah, show take my shield. <laughs> <laughs> and now, uh, final thoughts of the entire uh, series, all six episodes. Uh, did you guys have a rating? And did you think it was better than WandaVision? Ooh. Um, Ooh. I'll go first. Uh, <laughs> I thought WandaVision was better for me anyway, for like my taste. It was It was better. Um, I loved everything about the Falcon and Winter Soldiers tackling with like the real social issues, uh, except just the last episode, although satisfying felt a little bit flat for me, but an over- overall score I would give this is still a seven out of 10. I, that's a, that's a, honestly such a hard question. Mm-hmm. I wish you hadn't asked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think, oh, I think it's a tie. Like, I don't know if I can choose a favorite because for me, they both did different things. This felt like a Marvel entity from start to finish. Whereas WandaVision felt like more of like just a character exploration, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so in my mind, they scratch different itches. Like I would, I would reach for them in different moods, I guess. Um, so for that, like, I'm impressed that Marvel can do two back-to-back shows that feel so different, but see the greater narrative. I think that's spectacular. Um, this one I give, I, I like, still like an eight out of 10. Um, the, the tackling of the social issues is something I've wanted from Marvel for a hot minute. And they did a lot better than I thought they would with it. So for that, I can't, I can't really fault them. Um, I'm curious to see how it holds up. Um, as like the world in real life changes, I'm curious to see if the way the social issues are tackled make the show better or worse upon rewatch. Like that you watch in a year or two, like, I don't know. That, that always interests me when there's like social issues tackled that are really, really be- relevant to the time of like, will it have the same impact in two years or however long? I'll, uh, I'll rate it. And I'm going to take the coward's way out. Lou, you gave it a seven. Michelle, you gave it an eight. I'm doing the easy thing, 7.5. I'll be the mediator here. We're all friends. <laughs> Let's remain friends. No, but, but seriously, that was the number I was, I was thinking in the first place because it was good, not great. Uh, it, it, 
like it, it really had the opportunity to be a great show. But uh, I, I don't know, Carly really bugged me the wrong way. Uh, I, 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 I don't think that is one social issue they, they tackled well, like the whole refugee issue. Uh, but but the, the race issue, I thought they did a brilliant job, especially with, with Isaiah Bradley in there. Um, yeah, and, 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 and like it did have uh, fantastic choreography, a lot, a lot of good action uh, sequences throughout the, the series. Uh, but again, that last episode fell flat for me, felt pretty flat. Uh, now, as for was it better than WandaVision? Honestly, I don't remember being this like, I, I was pretty upset at the end of WandaVision though, at that last episode. I remember being pretty pissed off. And, we were all and, pissed. And, like, yeah, 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 we, we, we were pretty pissed. Just think of um, Ralph Boner and then think of yourself, yeah. like how you feel. I know. <laughs> but the journey, it was a hell of a journey throughout all the episodes. Like we had a hell of a time discussing it. Ooh, that's a tough one. Why did I ask this question? <laughs> Jeez. I, I, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go Falcon Winter Soldier. It's more up my alley. I like the espionage. I like, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I'm more partial to that. Plus, my boy John Walker. Thank you for, for you go. having scratched scratch that itch. <laughs> Just seeing you show up right out of the comics. <laughs> so faithful. Uh, and that is it. Uh, guys, if you liked what you saw, please like, subscribe, leave a comment. Tell us what you thought about the show. Follow us on social media. And I have, I'm Alex, and I have been joined by Michelle. Bye. And, and Lou. Bye, guys. We'll see you on the next one. <laughs> see ya. Bye-bye. Hello, goodbye. Hello. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>